Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I think we got that buzz figured out. Thanks, everybody, for letting us know that uh, our air signal was a little off. But our crack staff of engineers came in, solved it. So thanks for everybody that emailed Julia and called us here. We appreciate it. Well, I think we get a group email, like you email the show, and it comes to all of us, but probably Rocco, Rocco you haven't I don't been know that updated. It's no, probably I didn't still see going that. to Donnie Love. Oh, you yeah, I, don't, get, I did not get any emails like no, that. No, because like, when people go to the show page and they just send email us something, show, it comes it to just, all of us. Oh, I don't good. think it goes to Rocco. No, Somewhere, but it would have if yeah. we changed it, if somebody had thought about it, but like, who can think of everything? Yes. Well, thank you. We think we fixed it. So thanks, right. Jake, for coming in. And thank you, everyone. All right. Okay. Well, the burning mystery that needed to be answered <laughs> for me this morning. I'm glad we from, got that covered, though. All from right, a what? Hollywood perspective is why is Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson trending. Okay. Loki. Loki. I know. Loki, because it was released. That's was right. It? Disney yes, Plus? it was the release that they, trailer. The trailer oh. for the Loki series starring, which, starring Tom Hiddleston. Which is a spinoff of Thor. That's right? right. And it all ties back to the first Avengers when Loki was more of a straightforward villain. And um, anyway, so, I, but he, uh, a mustached Owen Wilson. Co-stars as Mobius, who works for the organization. They protect the proper flow of time, don't you know? Oh, Lord. And, who, knew? Uh, who knew there was a proper flow? flow? Well, because it's, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe it's alternate universe. You know, the timekeepers. Again, this is one of these types of stories like Godzilla versus Kong. Don't pay that much attention to all that. Just enjoy it. But um, anyway, it's going to be a six-episode series. A second season in develop is in development, and um, this will be um, MCU, whoever that is, Marvel. I don't it's know. It's like the Marvel character universe. I yeah. Think, yeah. Okay. Will be the third show after the insanely popular WandaVision. Which okay, which, which is I watched. Marvel. And, Paul Bettany. Yes. And you thought it was. I thought it started out kind of cool and interesting, and then just sort of became a. It Your just basic faded? Marvel. It just finished with a bunch of fighting and punching and okay. flying, and I was like, oh, okay. I thought this show was supposed to be more interesting than that. Okay. Then have you watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Because yeah. that's in that same vein. Right. I think WandaVision might have turned me off to the Marvel. I thing. like the name, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, that sounds like me. a Game of Thrones episode. No, it sounds like The Falcon and the Snowman. Remember yeah. that old Sean Penn movie that was oh, so yeah. good? Yeah. 
Anyway, Loki will premiere on Disney Plus. Oh, all right. June eleventh. June eleventh. That little icon just showed up on my smart TV this weekend, and I thought, oh, they've made some kind of a deal where all the streaming services show up up on a ribbon at the bottom of your TV. They stay too long. Too long. I agree. This is a new thing, Rocco, on um, Comcast. So mm-hmm. you get all the different, Netflix, all the streamings. Hulu, Amazon, and then, uh, and then you can't get like rid a of ribbon them. bar. And you okay. can't get it's rid of them. It's a new programming thing. It lasts like maybe five seconds mm-hmm. too long, but I know right where saved is. Yeah, mm-hmm. so do I, One Lori. Isn't over. that funny? Isn't that funny? <laughs> all right, but the other thing that popped up this weekend is Fox Sports North is no longer Fox Sports North. It's Bailey's. B-A-L-L-Y-S. Oh, and some people, my, my friends were telling me that everybody thinks it's kind of funny because now it's BS North. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know what, that's, that's a perfect name. Are you <laughs> calling it Bally's? It's Bally's. Bally's. Well, it's either. Bally's or ba- it's Bally's. You know, it's like Bally's it's like, US like and the Swimmit. casino? Or the yes. It's like, yeah. Yeah. They bought the regional stuff when Fox sold the CBS. Got they it. sold the regional packages, which are very profitable, the sports packages, to another person. Got it. So got it, got it. it shows up, and it's kind of funny because you can't tell how many outs there are. Really, Rocco? I don't know if you noticed you know, that. Yeah, I've heard about that, too, that they, you know, the graphics are different. And some people are saying because on the wild, they have it on the bottom, and it, they say it interferes with you can't see the puck. Right. Yeah, that's right. right. It's always on the top. It used to hockey. be in the top hockey, so they're getting it's, their it's graphics are the off, but they're off. Okay, because and then in in baseball, you can't really tell the outs. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They're, hopefully, they'll they'll figure, figure it out. out. Yeah, there's but a reason think, why things are done a certain way, the right. same way over and over. Where are the for score boxes? Yeah. yeah, because that that was funny because I'm sitting there, you can't even see anything. Oh yeah, no, Rocco and I discovered a horrible new thing that happened during the boys' high what? school hockey. What? An interview in the middle oh, of a right. game. <laughs> Another thing that you should never be done. No. They do that sometimes. Huh? Like they'll, you know, sometimes they'll do that. They'll interview a coach. Put it up in the corner. Oh, but this wasn't a coach. The coaches are coaching during the game. You just play by playing color and Lou Nanny, which Casey Googled it. He has been calling boys high school hockey tournaments since 1964. 57 years. That's awesome. He's 79. That's awesome. He's so handsome. And he's Isn't so he good. so handsome still? He's good. Yeah. And that, the guy, the color guy with yeah. the kids, he's just like, because somebody had tweeted, I feel like for as long as I've been alive, Lou Nanny's been calling that. Right. Yeah, really. Boys high school. And Casey goes, we got to find that out, you know? And yes, yeah, since 1964, he's been calling. Wow. So, and you know, I don't know. That's just, that was so fun. I just like that. Okay, so well tonight is the big. You know, this big, is a big uh, game. Big Baylor, yeah. Baylor against Gonzaga, and both teams have the best records. This should be a good game, don't you think, Rocco? I think so. They're both number one seeds. Yeah. Although Gonzaga is undefeated, right? Yes, yes they I kind of hope they and go. I want, but I want it to be close. It was so fun because it was so close. UCLA could have won it, or Gonzaga. It was so fun. I, I, I like um, close games. And then I, the women's came down to the final yes, shot yesterday yes, it too. Did. That, yeah, that it was did. exciting. I know. I was talking to Casey's daughter yesterday, the girl, and. She's, you know, like eight months pregnant and just feeling she's she's five feet tall and shorter than me. But she was a college. She played basketball Mm -hmm. since I met her when I met her and she was in fifth grade. And um, like a triad, she played baseball Mm -hmm. anyway, but she played high school basketball. And so I told her, I said that on the guy on the UCLA team who had the blue tights on 
who is the point guard, reminded me of your play. Oh, that's so funny, Laurie. Uh, I'm so, so nimble funny. and moving around. You're and get, so funny. Getting the ball in motion. And I always thought that that was really a fun thing about she was a very aggressive point guard. Mm-hmm. Because... Her dad, all he did was yell at her to do something. And this is the Bargini Yeah, do, do something. Do something. <laughs> this is what we say to our kids all do the time. Do something. Be aggressive. I never even had to be aggressive. I'd just be telling yeah. my kids, do, do something. something. And um, Why are you out there? And he, <laughs> he, he um, coached Nikki's 7th and 8th grade uh, basketball team. And they took like 3rd in the state like when she was in um, eighth grade or whatever, but he was the coach for those two, uh, assistant coach. Yep. John Hamburger was the real coach. But when the end of the two years were up and the girls were moving on into high school and wasn't the junior high team, a couple of the girls thanked him because, you know, she went to a Catholic school. Mr. Bargini, I always told my parents about how much we learned about Jesus from your coaching. Because oh. mm-hmm. Casey's favorite um, thing he would yell is, Jesus, do something. <laughs> Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Yeah, yeah. No, Jesus. Just, and you know, I I'd look at him once in a while. I go, you know, does anyone at you know the this school, is Catholic school case? Does anyone say yeah. anything to you? But yeah. it was, he just, yeah. Anyway, that was kind of funny that they did that. <laughs> okay, uh, so here's a little. Now the Oscars, they are getting all nervous about all their mean ways that they. People, you have to be in person. You have to go through the COVID, you know, quarantines. You got to do this. You got to do that. So, what are they thinking? Okay, so when are the Oscars? Two weeks? The end of April, April twenty fifth. So we we've got some time to see a couple more movies and all of that. But so anyway, so it's the two locations, you know, in LA, the Union Station for people who can be there in person and presenters. But they also added a British hub because they have so many people who are nominated that live and work in England who are not coming to quarantine for 10 days here and yeah, then 10 days not. there. Right, okay, right, they, right. So they had to add the mm-hmm. London, the British hub. And then Steven Soderbergh today said, well, maybe they're not going to have the no zoom policy that there might be some exceptions. I'm going to say for, Young Jung Yoon, who just won the Screen Actor yes. Guild for Best Supporting for Minari, they will let her zoom in. Let her zoom We've changed in. Changed their mind, so they're not ruling it out, but they are hoping it won't come to that point. But that's okay. basically they've caved on that, and the ceremony will not air live in China, as they decided uh, they'll do a censored version later. Mm-hmm. Interesting, mm-hmm. and maybe that's always happened. And there has been controversy regarding the in-person element as last Monday an email obtained by Showbiz 411 alleged that all the international nominees um, had to quarantine for 10 okay. days upon arrival. Right. So that was a that was a Roger Friedman exclusive that wow. he got an Academy member, member to, share to share that share letter. That? Okay. And they also said there might be some surprise um, locations. Post- oh, okay. So, a pub in the UK. Uh, who know, who knows? But there right. might be wherever there might be another big filming sort of a situation. Sure. Okay, would you like your Sharon Stone just story of the, from her memoir? Because I know the you're nugget of the day, it. the nugget, the Sharon nugget of the day. I do Writing want it. in her book, "The Beauty of Living Twice," she uh, shares a little story that. Uh, 
uh, that she had about um, Mick Jagger that um, apparently he told her her advice was to get some decent sleep. She was like doing a international film okay. thing maybe for Fatal okay. Attraction, I okay. think. He said in order to get any decent sleep moving hotel to hotel, you have to have multiple rolls of aluminum foil and masking tape. And then you have to put tin foil on all over your windows. The blackout curtains don't work. And you have to just make it be a completely sealed thing. And then you'll be able to sleep. Okay. I kind of, because I know, you know, travel with clothespins so you can hold the curtains together because mm-hmm. there's always a white space mm-hmm. between the curtains. I think this is back in the 90s. I think blackout curtains have gotten so much better. Okay. Very but, good. But I don't know that people are still traveling mm-hmm. with tin foil unless you're drying your clothes yep. on the road. Um, but that's kind of fun. I mean, you do have to have some strategies if you are traveling around the clock and going from time zone to time zone to time zone. Sleep is critical. Yeah, and she said, I need to have it just be completely like almost a tomb. And he's like, this is how you achieve that. I love that. Tin foil and tape. So. I love it. Anyway, I envision them, you know, like meeting. At- I thought they'd make out. I thought it was going to be something better. For sure, Julia. Because it mean- seemed like they would have had some chemistry. Exactly, yeah. but he's always, you know, he's always with someone. He's a lot of times with somebody. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know that that stopped him before when he was with someone to have a no, wandering. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. But sometimes eye. it stops the person that you want to have a dalliance with. I got it because They're, they've got some integrity. Or they just don't have the time. Maybe yeah. they know that uh, they're going to fall for you and why bother right now? There you go. There you go. Nobody got time for it. All right, it's time for the dirt alert. We'll be right back. This is a my talk dirt alert. Well, hello, Holly. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes. All right. Let's get to Monday's dirt. And we're starting with what could very well end up being a very sad story consider uh, concerning hip-hop star DMX. Hundreds of people turned out for a prayer vigil at the hospital. Now, DMX was hospitalized over the weekend uh, after a drug overdose and a heart attack last oh, no. week. Uh, his family was asking for prayers over the weekend as he is in a vegetative state. His family made a statement over the weekend saying that we ask you to please keep Earl, that's his real name, in your thoughts, wishes, and prayers, as well as respect our privacy as we face these challenges. His attorney told the New York Times over the weekend that DMX had lived a, quote, difficult life and used music as an outlet. So today, outside of the White Plains Hospital in New York, hundreds gathered outside in a prayer vigil for DMX. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound good for him. Yeah. No oxygen? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So uh, people sending thoughts, prayers, well wishes to DMX today. Uh, let's talk about the latest issue of British Vogue magazine where Tandy Newton is saying, no, 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 that's not what I am called. She's saying... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tandiwe Newton, and she changed the name of the spelling of her name, but she actually didn't change it because that's the spelling of her name all of her life. Oh. Yes. Is this something when she made a movie, like they said your name can't sound that African or something? Well, she says (laughs) that when she made her first movie in 1991, it's a movie called Flirting with Nicole Kidman and Noah Taylor. Her -hmm. name was misspelled in the credits of her first movie. And so then that just kind of rolled with it for the next 30 years. And she told Vogue that she welcomes how much, uh, you know, the representation of ethnic minority groups has improved in the past 30 years. And so she said, this has always been my name. So hmm. Tandiwe. Tandiwe. It's yeah. so pretty. It's very beautiful. And man, she is a gorgeous individual. She has multiple covers on uh, the latest issue of UK Vogue. So Yeah, thanks for posting that. Yeah, yeah. So and I, I was wondering how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's just the Tandy same. Way. Tandy Way. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very beautiful. So there you go, making changes. Uh, let's go to the world of celebrity justice. Massimo Giannulli was released from a California prison over the weekend. And according to the Associated Press, he is under home confinement following his imprisonment for his role in the college admission scandal. Well, All right. so, I think yeah. he went to a halfway house. Is that what yeah. he did? Well, kind that, of? you know, it can't really be confirmed nor okay. denied. There are multiple well, he reports. he did his time. He did his time. Yeah. Move so on. home confinement mm. on Friday. Okay. And then how long does he have that for? Have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to do. Mean, they got oh, to do the community service yeah. and pay back the money. Yeah. He's that. Yeah. You know, he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Well, okay. I can update you on the Bureau of Prisons. They say that according to records, that Massimo Giannulli will be released from his home confinement on April seventeenth. So you know, yeah. he's just he's just doing his thing. I wonder if they're going to stay married. I, you know what, Lori? That that is something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They were both in on it though. So but versus, for, I don't know why I feel like he he pushed her yeah. to, to do things that she didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why I think that, but maybe she was just as eager. We don't really have any idea, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see because throughout this whole college admission scandal, it's been pretty obvious that Lori Laughlin has been very concerned about the optics of her involvement <laughs> right. in this with the, the exclusives at people all the time, us yes. weekly and trying to craft a narrative in the way that her Hollywood counterpart, Felicity Huffman did not in this case. Yeah. Well, you know, but here's the deal too. They both did their time. Well, yeah, that is you true. Know? That is true. Yeah, I know, but I wonder... she she ought to just tell her agent she'll embrace playing bad girls and right. against type, and yep. she should like maybe shake loose of her good girl uh, happily off the eve or whatever her weird. But I, lifetime goes hires and all that stuff hires. You no, know? But what was the yeah. thing she played yeah, forevermore? My nanny, or yeah, I, I don't know. know what her weird the heart or the something. Heart of, the heart of Winland. Something the heart of the but you know what I'm saying, Holly? Like she could maybe just tell her agent, "Hey, let's take advantage of this." Yeah, I don't have to be stuck with being 
goody two shoes. Right. Because, you know, to Julia's point, they both served their time. They did. And they did all those things. However, there is the court of public opinion Mm -hmm. that perhaps we don't know what will happen. So it will be interesting to see how Lori Loughlin moves. Everybody loves a redemption redemption story. And she's going to give us the people.com exclusive on all of this. (laughs) Just we wait. (laughs) All right. Us Weekly is going uh, pretty hot and heavy with Pete Davidson and Phoebe Dynever from Bridgerton. Apparently, they're trying to make a long-distance romance work. Well, good luck with that, kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's filming Bridgerton in London, and he's in New York, just moved out of his mom's basement. Right. So, <laughs> Which is really cute. <laughs> oh, Pete and Phoebe were first linked in March after being spotted in her hometown of Manchester. So, obviously pretty chummy there. A source tells Us Weekly that Pete and Phoebe are going strong despite not being able to physically spend time together. And that they're, you know, they're trying to make it work by keeping in touch over FaceTime and text. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for the update. Yeah, keeping it keeping it flirty. Now, I don't know if you guys catch this at the top of the five o'clock hour, but this is a limited series that I think you guys will be interested in. The Ellen Hildebrand novel Summer of 69 has been optioned for a limited series by Sony. A great Great book. book. Now, put on your producing hats. Yes. Will this make a good limited series? Yes. 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 And it needs to be a limited series because it needs more than two hours. Yes, yeah. very much so. Because of the story going back and forth. It's and, so, and it takes it's place, a time frame. Yeah, it a takes long time place frame. in 1969 and then it's like 30 years day. later. Yep. So you, it need would, the, you could get like the, everyone, there'll be two actors to play one character. Ooh, I love this. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, this was a Laurie and Julia book club selection. And I believe yes, that was. you discussed this book with Ellen Hildebrand herself. But if you didn't, we did. we did. Yeah. Yeah. If we you ever, didn't catch yep. it. It's a great book. It's about, it's set in Nantucket during the summer of 1969 and it follows multiple generations of the Levin family and so then they're kind of his intersecting with historical events of the time Vietnam the space race and I hope they get good money because they need to have all the good music the soundtrack yeah. of 1969 oh yeah <laughs> because she was really clever in that book when every year would pass because there was a reunion every year she would tell you what was happening that year the sign of the year the pop culture events of the year yeah so you could tap into your memory and be yeah. there it's really good book. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah, music supervision is so important because if you go back and watch a show, you know, this has happened with The Wonder Years. It's even mm-hmm. happened with The Hills and Laguna Beach yeah. where you don't have the original music that goes with the show. And there's a certain flatness about those yeah. shows that if you don't have all of those mu- mu- music moments, then it's just like, oh, well, okay, fine. You know, Lauren Conrad's like, I know what you did, but we're not hearing the cool song right. at the bar. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's uh, move on to here's another show that uh, you guys might be interested in. This is going to be on HBO Max. It's 10 episodes and it's called Minx. It's a half hour comedy in L.A. in the 1970s. It's about a young feminist who joins forces with a low rent publisher to create the first erotic magazine for women. Yes, this sounds good. Yes. Jake Johnson from New Girl is going to be the publisher, and a woman named Ophelia Lovabond from Elementary is going to be starring as the feminist. And that was a 70s, like like, oh. if, if, like if the 80s was She's a Fox, right. 70s She's a Mink. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Ah. And I mean the the minx is. It, oh, Lori, are you thinking about all all the re- things that minx could be? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am. You vixen. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we don't know when minx is going to be on, but it's going to be on HBO Max. And finally, yes, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, forty eight million dollars at the box office in its first five days. Don't think about Godzilla versus Kong. Just watch it. Just let it absorb. It's over this you. big dumb fun. Big dumb fun. I'm glad it did so well. Yeah. yeah. So people want to go back to the movies. So that is a very optimistic sign. And so- Holly, I finally saw Promising Young Woman. Wow. All right. Well, yes, we've got that a lot movie. Of to wow. be happy about. Today. All right. Thank- Let's talk about sex now. Oh, is it that time of the day? Yes. On a Monday. Wow. All right. Sexy. sexy time. Um, I thought I would just give you a. A word, you know, word. for Sex Monday. See if you guys know what it is. Okay. Comfort right swiping. Comfort right swiping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us about well, it? Well, you're the, you've been more of a singles app user, right, mm-hmm. Julia? I need- I, I'm not commenting right now. <laughs> you're not? No. Comfort right swiping would mean, is when that the good right one or the bad means, way? Is that the good way you. or the bad way? If you swipe right, when you that's feel good. bad for swiping left too much, which means ixnay, um, you, just, you end up swiping someone right, even though you don't even find them attractive to make up for all the people that you've left swipe. You know, it's just oh, like for crying out loud, so you're feeling ashamed when no one even knows what you're doing. You're throwing a bone to somebody so that someone, you know, you go. Oh, it's God. like a pity. It's, it's like it's a, a pity swipe. It is a pity swipe. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so a comfort stupid. right swipe. That's so stupid. So if you're doing that, maybe just stop because you're, you know, why bother? Well, why? Right. Because no one cares. I don't even believe that. I believe that someone just wanted to make up no, something. No, no. That's a real word in the Urban Dictionary. Well, I believe it's, it's a, a re- real thing that's, just that's silly. happened. That's just silly. Well, I mean, Julia, I mean, we've gone on a, uh, who hasn't gone on a pity date? But why would you pity swipes one? You know why you're doing that? For the karma of all the, you or, know, or or you just think maybe maybe someone maybe will I need to white swipe on me, you know? No, I, I think you just your standards. Maybe your standard. Maybe you're not finding anything, and you think I need to downgrade what I'm looking for or change my uh, look. No, no, no. It's, it's just a pity swipe. All it's right, a pity swipe. Yeah, I, don't I, try I, and add maybe ask. Never done it. Okay, good. So you continue on that path. I like. I, that. I'm not swiping right now. Okay. Well, Bumble has surveyed uh, all their. Um, you know, the women, because they're users. And uh, 67% of women say, yes, it is possible to fall in love with someone you haven't even met in real life. Oh, so these are all the people who are enjoying all the video phone time and all those (laughs) things. Mm -hmm. Good for them. 67%. That seems awfully high to me. Very high to me without even having a a physical interaction, like a kiss. Exactly. This wow. to me makes me think that um, you need to maybe do hardball more often. <laughs> but what far. do you mean by that? Uh, and I hate to keep. I mean, of the three of us, Julia, you're the one who's used some of these. I, I have, yeah. right? So, As a frequent user, but, so I have a user. <laughs> you've had, you know. But um, there's Jesus. He you know, but the isn't door. there the sense that maybe you find somebody, and then in your head you build up all these magical thoughts about what she did that could early be. on when she early was a dating, dating toddler, toddler years yeah. ago. Yes, it all depends yeah. on where you're at in your new. I would agree. Dating life. 
I if would you're agree, new to dating. I would agree. And and bless people's hearts if it happens from the first. How wonderful. Yeah. I know people who, when I met, first time met someone, they're done. Yeah. In love, married, seven years. You know, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's wonderful. It, for me, it's the meeting in person part. That would be my thing. I, I don't know that I... But actually, sometimes you have a great kind. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, but that's... Who can say? Who can say? So get on Bumble and maybe do some comfort right swiping, which sounds dangerously close to some kind of toilet maneuver. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a... But that's that's a big number. Yeah. But you're falling in love with the idea of wanting to be in love. And you know what? 45% of the women on Bumble said, you know what they want the first date to be? A picnic date. Hmm. That Do you know how uncomfortable it is getting down up and down from a blanket, <laughs> and how I unattractive agree. it is if you're you know you're if you're taking What's wrong tight? with the restaurant, the bungalow club? That would be a good first date place. Yeah. Well, a picnic date. Wow, really? Does a picnic count if you get a Starbucks and walk uh, walk somewhere? Yeah, that's I mean, what, that to me, that's better. a picnic. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's kind of a. Like yeah, a walk that's, and that's coffee giving it a stroll. lot of time. Yeah, exactly, Julia. I mean, and just, who wants to be involved with food planning for a picnic right. when you're just meeting somebody? And where to meet and uh, these and bumble the bugs. These oh, but this they're is, young. This is British Bumble. Okay, they like oh. uh, that's my disclaimer. Okay. okay. Do they even call it a picnic over there? I feel they, like there's a different word for they it. They having tea, a picnic date. An yeah. outing. They do. An outing, there you go. And maybe they're doing picnics because everything has been Closed. shut down. For, yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay, now I mean, we, a lot of them, you know, let's go to walk. Or let's, yeah. yeah. Now, here is a study of Dub, but yet I think we should say because it, it involves the, it involves uh, your sex life. And it is that, I mean, this is not unsurprising to any of us. Okay. But wallowing in bad news online isn't great for our mental health. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, early in the pandemic, we gave it yes. a name, doom scrolling. Doom yes. Scroll- yes. And there was a lot of doom scrolling over COVID, over politics, over the presidential election. Yep. Doom scrolling. People were reading everything they could about you know COVID. George Floyd. Yes, and yes. So yes. it anyway. So, but now we do have. Um, Is, are people doom scrolling dating or what? What's yes. the connection? I don't understand. Uh, they did a study that supports another study that was done in 2014 that monitored about 5,000 Americans and what their media consumption habits were. And this new study, combined with the one in 2014 found that people who regularly regularly consume media around negative. traumatic inf- events traumatic okay okay because negative you know yeah, blah 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 yeah. but traumatic had higher such higher levels of acute stress stress in those that don't and many of us think that sex starts with the body but in fact it starts with the mind and so the doom scrolling uh, you know good sex requires us to feel content and relaxed and comfortable and doom scrolling can make you feel overwhelmed by tragedy so you really have to like if you have asked yourself i feel like you know my romantic life at home isn't where i'm at you got to ask yourself what are you you spending your time what are you maybe looking at on your phone before too much negativity brings seeps into your life yes and it makes you not horny i believe that 100 percent. don't you at all yeah for sure 
So anyway, but they just, they had a couple, you know, they were like, this is... uh, That's good advice for couples. Because sometimes in uncertain times, and so there's been so much doom scrolling this year, you go down that rabbit hole. And the... They also posit this might be why there isn't going to be a baby boom. Well, the The, overall, you know, um, mental health experts are saying that because we have sustained such a high level of stress over such a long mm -hmm. period of time, it's put people into a whole different stratosphere as far as mental health goes. Because it's been for so long. Yeah. So I do have like some tips for you because it's not, it's not, well, it's not always easy to do that because one of the things that is calming about doom scrolling is people have it worse. No, you feel like you have some kind of control over or or direction over the, because you're becoming informed. Okay. Okay. You're, you're learning, you're educating yourself, you're getting more in. And ultimately it's less about becoming addicted to bad news and more of an attempt that you're just trying to take. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Control over an, uncom- an unpredictable and uncontrollable situation. So you got to figure out what is it that you doom scroll about? Is it COVID? Is it when you feel anxious and you're looking to escape your own negative feelings? Mm -hmm. So you'll kind of turn to that or you just checking the news and you can find yourself. So you got to kind of figure that and then you got to set boundaries with your phone. 100%. Less screen time has been associated with increased sexual satisfaction. Mine was down That's... 43% last week, and I didn't have more sex, though, Lori, so I don't believe that. <laughs> well, okay. Because <laughs> I really, I got something, it was down like 43% last week, and I'm like, whoa! Well, maybe I'd Friday you're, off. Maybe you're also not doom-scrolling, too, because... I don't like to doom. I don't do that, dig that. Yeah. that I yeah. can't go there. That's too negative. Um, and then... Um, but I do think that Don't take your true. phone in the bedroom. I mean, you can just have it be like in another room or mm-hmm. if you can is if your phone. Do you guys bring your phone in your bedroom? No. Yes. No. You do, Wacko? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I also feel like I'm probably not having as much sex as Lori is. Yeah, you're probably not. So, well, Rocco, the only thing I bring start in doing some when my yard kids. Work right. Yeah. You, you do. start doing some more manly Things around the house. In front of Meg and flexing your muscles. Right. And you need to, uh, I also encourage men to call their wife's uh, or their partner, beautiful, darling, handsome, hot stuff. Any compliment. Not honey. It's too generic. But a compliment. But like, do like through endearments. Yes. Sweetheart, darling. You know, these are the, these are the, the, these are jewels. Not mother. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> yeah. mother, Let me check with mother. Mother Bonello, what are we having for dinner tonight? Let me check with mother. I can't go out with you. I got to check with my mother. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that is just kind of a, a thing that, and people might, sometimes people say I'm relaxing as they're 
doom scrolling. Doom scrolling yeah. because right. they do feel it gives them some relaxation. I know a lot of people have done this with um, COVID yeah. and vaccination. Like they just really go down. They are listening to podcasts, but really it might leave you feeling not in the mood. Right. And it is because it's just the effects it has on your brain that you don't even realize what it's doing. Right. So, well, that's good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, it's bad for your sex life. And we want our sex lives to be good. So it adds seven years on your life, which people may or may not want at this point in time. But boy, <laughs> it brings you, it really brings you joy. Right. All right. That's listen, the good part. When we come back, um, what do we have? Oh, we have a story for you. Ah, uh, Ava Max. That is a great song. I that love is that a good song. song. I, I know, like it's it. It's so good. Okay. Um, so just so everybody knows, Bravo is going to continue to film. Um, Salt Lake City Housewives show, even though Jen Shaw may or may not be appearing. They're just going to continue. Well, of course. They're going to continue. Her legal drama will continue. Let's hope it wasn't on the first episode. Let's hope we got a couple episodes out of it. Yeah, no kidding. And and Brian uh, uh, let let us know that Jen's saying don't believe the hype. He's like, "Uh, the feds ain't hype. The feds is real and true. <laughs> this isn't a reality show, legal BS for a storyline. They have come for you, Jen Shaw. Talk to Martha Stewart. Right. Right. That's what no Martha kidding. Stewart yep. went to jail for. Yep. Okay, you need to talk to me about Diablo Cody, Cody. and Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. <laughs> well, the, the, the Sun reported that Oscar-winning screenwriter Diablo Cody is done professionally with Madonna and is no longer writing Madonna's planned biopic, which was announced last August. We saw several Instagram stories of the two of them on her couch after Madonna finally got pulled away from her old retro um, typewriter. Right, right. she was busy there. And her old, (laughs) the the glasses that are like the the ladies wore in the 40s, and the guys, they they, they was unisex. Unisex glasses. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, of course, this news is the opposite of shocking to anyone who watched that Instagram uh, where Madonna gave Diablo crap. She was kind of giving her crap about it. And, um, you know, anyway, so they'd already written, as of September, they'd written 102 pages of her biopic. Okay. And what's the rule again for movies? It's going to be a two-hour movie. It's... How many pages does that make? I don't know. But remember, you yeah, wrote that down the, in your thing. It might be 200 I mean, pages. Okay. I don't know what it is. All right. But like each page, one page is one minute of dialogue or something like that. And Madonna's planning to direct this biopic. And um, the son claims that Diablo decided to punch out early because working with Madonna is basically like chewing on glass. <laughs> because Madonna's very, very particular about she, what she wants. Diablo need more freedom. Do you believe this is true, Lori? I do. Okay, Universal- here, generally speaking, as a novice, your spec script should be between 110 and 120 pages. The rule of thumb with screenplays is that one page equals one minute of screen time. Mm-hmm. You're a good, so, good guess, yeah. Lori. So they're they almost you- done. Okay, but do you believe that she up and quit? Uh, I Cause, believe because there's different reports like Entertainment Weekly says. Here's what I think okay. happened. I really think that they 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 wrote it. They turned it into the studio. Universal Pictures is producing it. Okay. They made a ton of money with 
great success with Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket. Yes, they did. And um, I think that they might be looking for a new writer to work with Diablo Cody and somehow let it be Madonna's idea that it's just getting a brush up from the studio. Like they might, I'm wondering if there's some way they're managing Madonna so Diablo can finish it. Yeah. But Madonna is set to direct this, Lauren. This is making me upset. Yep. Because, and there was talk, uh, Julia Garner was going to play her. There's another gal been lobbying. Florence been, Pugh's name has been right. thrown into the mix. Um, and we've been noticing Madonna is, um, her cheek injections have gotten wider and wider, that she's looking like she could either be 18, she could play 44, herself. or 88. She's going to play <laughs> she herself. Could, she could play. This is the wildest <laughs> thing with injections, because you don't know, because Kylie Jenner looks the same age as Madonna in these photos. Yeah. She's 20, what, three? Yeah. And, and Madonna's 62. Yeah. So you can't tell a difference anymore in women's ages by their face. Well, certainly not on Insta. Not on Insta <laughs> with the filters. In every People have their Ask Khloe Kardashian as the family's trying to track down their mm-hmm. picture. You have your real life face and then you have your Insta face. Um, I have, that's, well, and funny because, so I posted the photo of myself yesterday uh-huh. outside in the SAG dress with, um... My real life face, but I did skim one. I did put one filter, whatever the next color over is from normal. Oh, so you'd look a little tanner. Yeah. Yeah. Just whatever that next color is. Yeah. Okay. Just one over. On your dress picture? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you looked a little tan. Yeah. But I am kind of tan if you, you notice because I put on, I, I've been putting on a gob of self tanner because I've been playing tennis. Tennis. Yeah. And I'm hoping maybe to. Make it at some point in the near future and be tan when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, but you know, I want to look good. Well, a girl can tan and a hope. A girl can tan and hope is right. <laughs> okay, here's another little news. So Ellen DeGeneres' mm-hmm. NBC Game of Games. Now that show has lost half its audience. So not only has huh. Ellen lost but- 40% of her daytime, now her her uh game of games it started with 3.2 and the show has dropped 47% to 1.5 million. Okay, so here's what I'm going to ask you because mm-hmm. so is this is us. Oh yeah, I know. Okay, so so many TV shows, shows have just like so is Zoe's playlist which I was so into but I can't even get myself to watch one right now. Well, it's not on right now. Yeah, it is. Zoe's extraordinary playlist it was just on last night. I have them all taped. Oh, you, really? Yeah, I can't watch Why them. didn't mine DVR it? Well, maybe I'm a week behind. I've got six of them in the bag that I haven't oh, watched. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, this is us. I've got three of them I haven't watched. I feel like it's really been a year where you just decide yes or no mm-hmm. with certain things. And right. I think it changes from day to day. And if, like... When it's a 47% drop, yeah, people have changed their mind in droves. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's happened with a lot of big shows. All right. So not just Ellen. You know, I, I think that again, there's probably a little bit more fallout there because yes. of the the person behind it. But you yeah. know, but I do think I feel like a lot of people have just said because there's a lot of things I used to watch all the time that I'm just not interested in right yeah. now. Yeah, Rocco, is, do you think that's true? Um, we've made up our minds. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're right. And yeah. When Ellen just, you know, everybody thought Ellen was one thing, and then when they found out she, she was wasn't. the opposite of that, yeah, they and she didn't really apologize that well, right? Oh right. no, people it, were just like, okay, she's not who we thought she was, mm-hmm. and I'm done with her. Okay, 
right? I think you're right, and it's and it's and it's okay. Yeah, you know, to each his own. Yeah, well, American Idol is who Game of Games was up against, and also um, the Equalizer, and that's on tonight. And so is the Voice, and so is the basketball game. Which yeah, I think, is I think the, the basketball eyeballs. game is going to yeah, win. I do too. Yeah, and the Wilder on and Timberwolves. I think yeah. there's a lot. Right. And All right. it's 83 degrees up. <laughs> right, and then you got to compete with a nice day in Minnesota. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.